Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. Apparently, the traffic's really high on uh, StreamYard tonight. It must be a lot of live work. We're just honored that you joined us and came here with us. Um, I'm really excited because we have a new client. Um, I think it's something that you guys are really going to get into because we all see the homeless camps and stuff growing in Eugene and growing around our community and uh, and wonder what what can we do? What can we do? Well, there's all kinds of folks out there, but the folks at uh, Veterans Legacy um, are trying to help get the veterans. There's a ton of veterans out there on the streets struggling with PTSD, mental illness, uh, different, different, just life um, on the other side. And um, they're on the streets of Eugene and Springfield, and, and we're trying to find a place to put them. So Veterans Legacy came up with the greatest idea ever. Wouldn't it be nice if you were like a homeless veteran and you're trying to get your life back together? You, you need to know that you have value in the world. If you could just escape and go to a place 40 miles from any city, be out in the middle of the mountains, um, growing your own food, and maybe working with some animals, learning how to get, get some counseling, learning how to put your life back together. And that's exactly what's going to happen with Veterans Legacy. They're already doing it. Uh, they took the old Alma work camp. Um, which many of you who've been around for a long time know there used to be a forest work camp out at a place called Alma, which is just way out Wolf Creek. Uh, it, was a, it was a minimum security uh, correctional facility. Uh, they took that and fluffed it up and they're making it nice. And now it's a place for homeless veterans to go and get rehabilitated and just treated with respect. And here's Dr. John LeBeau. He's on the board with the group. Veterans Legacy. John, welcome. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate the opportunity. It's really good to have you here. So, you know, how did you, first of all, tell people what Veterans Legacy is from your, you know, your point of view. What is this, this, this dream come true for many, many veterans? It, it really is a dream for me and, and other people that have been uh, coming along. As you pointed out, um, I, I, uh, uh, became aware of the old forest inmate camp uh, about five years ago. And uh, I was actually on a different mission at that point in time, uh, kind of uh, uh, looking at some ways to be able to help with food pro production in the uh, county to see if we could deal with some of the hunger that we were dealing with. And uh, during that discussion, uh, uh, they, I was made aware that the camp was uh, available. And that, that was a game changer for me because I had wanted to do food production with veterans and to have a facility there was uh, just a remarkable blessing to say the least. So it had been decommissioned for about eight years. It was very challenging to say structurally, but we eventually worked out with the county that we took this over in uh, 2016. And um, eventually in 2018, the county, after due diligence, deeded the property to us, and it truly is what you described uh, at the intro there, that um, we're out very isolated, <clears throat> beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, area to reconsider life in so many ways. Um, the campus, uh, we've spent the last four and a half years rehabilitating because it was in pretty dire shape. Uh, they had uh, not done much maintenance on it at all over those eight years. And now we're ready to start doing what we want to do, 
which is, again, to expand on what you were saying, is to identify uh, veterans in need. Uh, we're targeting homeless veterans initially, but there will be others that have other needs that will fit into our program as well. And uh, uh, offering them a residential respite uh, to literally get their life back together, provide therapy for this, work in the garden, um, and all the things that go along to recreating a life with self-esteem and uh, building self-confidence and sobriety. So this, I mean, people can see the video right here and um, you guys bought it for a buck from the county, right? Yeah, they charged us a buck. And, wow. uh, you know, I had to take out a loan, but. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what, John? Yeah. I would yeah. like to pay you back and I'll just pay for the whole facility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. No, it was really, really a blessing. And, and we kid about that a lot because uh, 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 it was a privilege to take this over because it fit the, the need so well. Um, it um, um, is, is just the ideal scenario to continue what was a brilliant uh, correctional facility. It really was. You talked to prior uh, inmates and uh, uh, you talked to prior guards. All of them were thrilled to be there. Um, and it's a true tribute to the idea that this was the correct thing. And well, it, uh, we're just going to expand it with veterans. What, what I love about this, John, is that you're taking a facility that Lane County taxpayers <laughs> paid for and 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 doing something to really uh, make a dent in the lives of people who fought for our country fought for our freedom fought for us our ability to be here and they really do need help and you've taken this and and, and talk to people about the volunteers my god you couldn't even name them all but all no. the construction companies and roofing companies that have come in and helped you guys do this yeah, and and uh, you're absolutely uh, correct. Uh, we are so blessed uh, with so much support, uh, and it has many ways of uh, expanding into the uh, the idea of how do we do this. Um, the um, it looks like um, uh, the the ones that uh, immediately come to mind are Chambers Construction Company, Twin Rivers Plumbing. Um, we have so many people that have stepped up and helped us. And this may be also a stepping stone to employment uh, within some of the construction companies that have been so kind to help us. Home Depot has been a big supporter of us. All the tile you see on that came from Home Depot leftovers. Uh, this is the kitchen and many people have contributed to this. So I'm, I'm of the opinion that it takes a village to, uh, to uh, take uh, care of this. And that's where the Lane County taxpayers, et cetera, have given us this gift. And we're going to make this work for the folks that need this. So, um, John, uh, somebody asked, Susan, you ask if they have greenhouses and gardens. Yes. And they do have chickens and they'll be raising their own food and learning how to do that, which is part of the beauty of the whole thing. Right, John? Absol absolutely. Uh, we want to uh, give as many experiences. We have bees now. Uh, so this is going to be the first year when we may get a little bit of honey, and we're looking forward to that prospect. Um, as an aside, uh, that's a fun thing. Um, uh, we have five hives, uh, one for each branch of the service, and um, uh, we have friends over in Eastern, uh, in Central Oregon at uh, Central Oregon's Veterans Ranch, and I guess it's pretty competitive when they draw the, the honey off about which branch is going to win because they uh, they they 
they weigh it down to a tenth of an ounce. Uh, and there's obviously a lot of trash talk that's going on amongst the uh, various veterans that are watching this and the different branches. So um, uh, we're looking forward to a very competitive uh, honey honey uh, harvest here this fall. Well, what's so cool is you have, look, as people are seeing, there's a whole facility that just sat there for years. Right. Washing machines and dryers and 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 um, showers and everything you need to make what you're doing. And you guys just went in with a dream and said, let's do it. How many people can live there at one time, John? Someone's asking. And what's if the limit? We, yeah. If we were fully censused, uh, we could handle 30. Um, and right now, uh, with COVID and everything else going on, we're just very gently opening the faucet uh, to see uh, how this uh, how this works for us and also for health safety. Uh, I'm a family physician, so this is a little bit of a challenge for us as far as that goes. And uh, uh, so we're we're starting slowly here to see if we can bypass and get beyond the COVID thing before we open up too aggressively. When do you think, do you have any idea, like, is it because of this new the new uh, surge that you've kind of slowed down? You were planning to get some guys out there pretty soon, weren't you? Right. We, we've got um, uh, one veteran there now. And uh, uh, the big deal is trying to uh, sort out the uh, referrals that we have. We're working with, with uh, Willamette Family Treatment Center. We're working with Emergence. We're working with Veterans Court and Treatment Court uh, and also the Lane County Jail, all of which there's our chickens. There's um, a chicken, that's when they were little munchkins. Now they're, they're uh, laying eggs here for us. Um, and so there'll be various different referral patterns that we're trying to identify and, and make sure that we understand what we're responsible for. And uh, so it's it's rolling out. We just got to be real careful that we make sure we're uh, meeting our responsibilities and taking care of them. John, I was recently meeting with a guy named Pastor Gabe, and he's doing some homeless work here in Eugene Springfield. And he was saying how important it is to give people their value back and to give them responsibilities, um, not just coddle them. And that's really what this is all about, isn't it? It, it really is. Uh, uh, every individual that comes, and, and it will be voluntary, obviously. Uh, we are working with uh, the correctional facility to, to see if we can, uh, I, for instance, ideally uh, a veteran that's coming through the Lane County Jail and is homeless, um, it would be a um, uh, ideal if we just picked him up at the door and brought him right to the camp and never let him hit the street again. And that's kind of what we'd like to do is have that continuity of care from that referral source. And uh, uh, every everyone will have a job every day. Um, it, they may be working in the garden. They may be taking care of the facilities. Uh, there's forest mitigation that we may be working with uh, West Lane Fire uh, District. Uh, there's always the kitchen. Uh, there's some really good things that happen there and, and a lot to learn. And every veteran will, will circulate through all these jobs. They automatically will get a food handler's card uh, and we'll make sure that they get that done uh, so that they've got automatic uh, job potential as, as things go on. So is the idea with the garden growing their own food or is that going to be food? Tom wanted to know, is that food that they can sell at a farmer's market or something like that? Or is that kind of not it's still in the planning phases yeah you know that's uh, 
it's basically uh, a combination of all the above. Uh, we definitely want that feeling of I'm supporting my buddies here. Uh, and, uh, um, and, and yet if we have, we have the capability to ramp up uh, production significantly there uh, because we have irrigation wells. Uh, all of this is very uh, easy to do when we get more man manpower. And so uh, the, one of the goals was to be at the farmer's market possibly, but another was to uh, give to the mission, Food for Lane County, all of the other very deserving things that we can maybe help out with. And, uh, and, and so it can be expanded. We just gotta make sure that we don't waste things and we do it efficiently. Sherry wants to know if you need more volunteers, would high school students be able to help out in any way? Uh, uh, yes to both. Uh, we've had many, um, we've had several scouting organizations that have come out for a long weekend and done various projects. Uh, we have a group from Lebanon that's been down twice and three of the um, scouts are going to do Eagle projects, uh, Eagle Scout projects at the camp. So uh, that works out wonderfully and it allows a lot of camaraderie to be developed. And so uh, selectively, we'd love to have uh, volunteers come out. We just got to make sure that there's good oversight and uh, uh, projects that we can agree on that we can do. Tammy just says this is so exciting. It is definitely the the potential here is so uh, unlimited, actually. And uh, again, it takes a whole community. And I want to stress one thing while I've got a second here and I'm thinking exactly. about it. Um, this will be for male veterans. Um, we do not have a way to do this in a co-ed fashion. Um, some of this has to do with legalities that some of these uh, these guys come with. Uh, uh, in, in past issues that doesn't make it uh, conducive uh, to a co-ed scenario. But I want to make sure that all of your um, viewers know that we're working very hard to try to uh, work with female veterans in the community as well, uh, as well. It's just a different concept that you have to adjust to and, and go at it a different way. And we've had our hands full just getting this far so far. So somebody's asking, we at CIF uh, would love to hear from the Veterans Legacy. Is there a current way to communicate? And CIF, what do you know what CIF is? I don't. I don't either. Um, Mikal, if that's how you say your name, I'm sorry. Could you let us know what CIF is? Um, John, how, how important, I think the part that I really love the most of is, is the distance. When you, you, you know, because part of recovery and part of rehabilitation and part of kind of finding our value in life is getting away from all the crap. That well, you're and you, you are so right. Um, we, you sometimes just need to take a break and, and re, reconfigure life. And uh, as, as we, we say, uh, you get away from the sirens and uh, all the noise downtown and people selling you stuff you don't need and getting in trouble. And out here, it's going to be a very um, peaceful. We, we often say, and I think you've heard us say when you've come to the camp, that the healing starts when you step out of the car. Yeah. And that's because of the quiet and the solitude. The reverse of it is we also kid a little bit that if you uh, it's a 26 mile walk to a beer. And so um, from that aspect, um, 
yeah, you're welcome to do that, but uh, we're not helping. And uh, it's a tough 26 miles. So um, um, from that point of view, um, it, it, the solitude just has a lot to offer. So, John, Christina says, I've started a female version of this veterans transitional community right here in Lane County. Fantastic. I'm learning something here just being a uh, discussion. Thank you, Christina. So, Christina, uh, would you connect with them at Veterans Legacy? What, what's a good, is there a number I can put up here for people that want to You know, um, I guess uh, probably going to the website and leaving a note there would be the easiest way to do it. And, and uh, we'll make sure to respond to that. That's exciting information. Thank you, Christina. Yeah, that's awesome, Christina. Yes. See, and I think half the thing with doing what we do here, John, and what I love is it's about connecting people because we don't know. Here's Christina working her butt off doing this program and you're doing another thing. And it's like, then you can kind of complement each other's programs. And, you know, from that aspect, uh, that's one of the, uh, it's a learning curve as with anything. There are so many good programs uh, in the area and good, good programs, but lots of times we operate as silos. And one of our biggest, uh, uh, goals as a board of directors, and, and my goal is to start talking to people and seeing how we, we do this. So for one example, we've just, uh, we're in the process of uh, uh, completing a um, memorandum of agreement with uh, uh, Housing Our Veterans, which is a program that's been in town for upwards of 14 years. And wow. uh, this, uh, uh, Lori Perkins, who's a dear friend of mine, uh, has been running this basically by herself. And uh, the business um, uh, model is to lease a house with several rooms in it and then put veterans in these rooms and help them tap into the resources in the area. What we're going to do uh, together now is uh, the studies show that if you can if you can design a program that gives about 18 months of very guided uh, therapy over uh, that length of time, the success rate just uh, goes way up and the recidivism goes way down, obviously. So our program, as we look at it, is tentatively uh, a veteran might spend six months with us at the camp and uh, then transition to housing our veterans in town and be much more accessible to the resources, education, all the things that need to happen to get a job, et cetera. And we are working our programs together um, uh, to give that 18 months uh, goal of keeping them in, in a very um, 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 organized therapy program, I guess I'd say it that way. And John, a lot of people that are involved that I know um, are, former police officers, sheriff's deputies. Um, most of them are military, uh, most of them veterans. Um, that's what I think is kind of touching about the whole thing too. It's, it's, very, it's very personal uh, for the people involved on your guys' end. Right, right. And um, that's the natural place to um, um, start with. Um, I'm just looking down here for Leilani uh, Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association. Uh, you know, they are fantastic. They have supported us. Uh, we just had our annual uh, poker ride uh, on the uh, 31st of July. It was a huge success and great fun. Um, so, sorry, I had to deviate there and say no, thank that's you. That's what you're supposed to do, John. You're, 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 see, you didn't know you were going to be able to. You're, you're doing that. You're a pro at this already. <laughs> yeah. I, I but, uh, you know, I think it's one of those things. Um, 
where uh, the whole idea is to use the military experience for healing. And that's why we're selecting veterans and we don't have other people at the camp. There's many, many other folks that need help. Don't get me wrong. But we use that initial experience um, uh, as the thread to follow through over the long run. And, and by bringing uh, other individuals, uh, especially in the uh, law enforcement and other volunteers, and it's just basically that, you know, we're, we're leaving no one behind. And this is the way to approach this as a community. And I feel like this will be expanded as time goes on. The other thing is, is that uh, I've always looked at this as a beta site. And what I mean by that is that if we get this all organized the way we want to and get the, the movement of a veteran through the uh, treatment scenario, this could be done other places in the, in the United States. I would say one thing I would doubt seriously if uh, other places would have the blessing that we have of having this campus, because this is truly a, a God's blessing here from the, the taxpayers of Lane County. Yeah, because you could have them in town and that's still good because you're treating with this. It's just so perfect. Yes, because it is. That getaway it's just, factor. It's Gloria just a, wants to know where does your funding come from and is there a place that she can donate? And absolutely. And, you know, it, it comes from a variety of sources. Uh, uh, many of it is in-kind donations from some of the uh, companies that have been so gracious to help us. Um, we do have a uh, Patriot Partner uh, thing where basically uh, it's kind of a, a rolling membership like uh, uh, yearly. And there's uh, other ways to do it. That's all on the website and it's real easy to uh, get to that. Uh, speaking of the website, www.veteranslegacyoregon, all small case and all together.org will get you to the website. Hold it on. I'm just putting that in so people will know. Okay. Veterans Legacy Yeah. Org. Correct. Okay. All right. So that's how you guys go find out more information about this or um, how if you want to donate. And also, they can always use if you're a contractor, if you're a heating and plumbing electrical company, if you're a roofing company, I mean, anything like those kind of things. If you're a building project, if you have a, some of the things I know you guys have done in the past is, you know, a lot of times businesses want to have a kind of a team building program. They'll right. come out there as a group, even like a bunch of, you know, news anchors or real. <laughs> we're not, we're not good for very much realtors and coming out and going, okay, you're going to do a project. You're going to, you know, fix the lawn or you're going to pour gravel. You're going to spread gravel. It's a really great way to get involved and do something about the homeless. Cause you know, one of the things, John, that I'm learning through doing the show and talking to people is <clears throat> community is an action word. That means you can't be a community unless you're doing something. If you're just sitting on the sidelines and saying, oh, that's so sad, those poor veterans, that, that doesn't help. You have to actually participate. And we say, oh, I love this. Well, then we need to love and get love is an action word. So to show that love, offer some ways, find whatever way you have and gifts and talents to, to help out with this. Absolutely. And, and like I say, I'm um, um, uh, I'm looking down here on having horses. That, uh, the answer is yes. Um, we already have a, a team of draft horses uh, that is going to be at the camp ultimately that I was able to procure about three months ago from um, uh, Iowa from the Amish. 
And so that's going to be part of our equine therapy program. Probably won't be a riding program per se at the camp, but we're looking at other um, uh, equine therapy programs that are in town, which are excellent. So um, that's going to be, uh, uh, that's definitely in the process as well. So and going back to your original thing, yes, the, again, I keep stressing it takes a, um, it, it takes a, a community to do this. And one of the things that uh, I think folks need to recognize is what is success? Uh, unfortunately, it's not like a uh, spreadsheet for a business where you can look at instantly at the return on investment. This is a societal investment. So when you give money uh, to this project, our goal is to have an individual that that reintegrates into the community that is sober, um, uh, has the potential for employment if there's not physical disabilities, is in a treatment program in an ongoing fashion. And I want to comment on that in a minute and um, uh, is able to be a, a, a contributing citizen at the end of the day and an ongoing basis. And that's what it looks like. And that doesn't show up immediately. It shows, and the other thing is to make sure that they're not uh, incarcerated. So um, those are the four uh, uh, pillars that we kind of look at as success, but that doesn't show up for maybe one to two years. Yeah. And so right now I can't give you any data about the success yet because we're just starting the pipeline on the front end. So Darian and Brett, thank you for catching my, I, I left an E out of veteran. I, I, I was typing fast and I got, I, I said veteran. Yeah. So I want to thank both of them for correcting that for me. Yeah. That's, it's, it takes a village to do this show, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to get good help off the streets, too. Yeah, yeah it, really, it really is. It's, it's anchor people trying to do three things at one time. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. Exactly. So, so um, do you feel, John, like as an organization, this is the last thing I'll ask you, and then we'll wrap her up here, but it's these people, these veterans did so much for us and our country, and we kind of, I think a lot of them feel really left out and 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 there's so many things that they struggle with and this is really like almost a way of giving them how many acres uh, to get their life back together you know what i mean it's yeah. like i think that's a really cool thing and to give them value again um the one guy i met out there that was out there for a kind of a trial thing for a while was just like so excited to be given the chance to do that and live in that peaceful place and i right. think that we, it's almost, we owe this to them. We really do. And, and it, you know, um, uh, I'm not a veteran myself. I've taken care of veterans in my medical practice forever. And so um, this, this just almost seems like second nature. But the other part of this is uh, what's happened a lot as I look at the journey that veterans go through from uh, recruitment to discharge to what happens later in life, there's a lot of episodes of abandonment where it's, um, you know, uh, you're discharged, thank you very much, and you're on your way. And there's no nobody to fill in the blanks here at all. And uh, we could talk uh, a lot about what that has in, in the life skills department, et cetera. Uh, a lot of um, very talented people in the military, it doesn't translate to civilian uh, job, jobs. So what do we do with this? And we abandon them. And uh, not not us, but it just happens. And so from that point of view, um, it's it's something that we have to really look at. And that's what our program 
is, and that's one thing, I, if I can leave this with you, when we look at uh, somebody coming to the camp, they're with us forever. This is not an end of the road type. It's not a one and done. Uh, number one, uh, you're there for, uh, if everything goes right, four to six months. It's not going to be, you know, 90 days and thank you very much. And when we induct somebody into the camp, we give them dog tags. And uh, on the dog tag is their name, uh, birth date, and their branch of the service. But there's no discharge date because when they get done and we uh, have a celebration of that, we take one of the dog tags and we have a, a wall of honor there that we put the dog tag on and they take the dog tag with them. So they never leave us. And that's a big deal that this we are never going to abandon you, that this is forever. You are in the family forever. And part of the treatment approaches it that way, too, that many of these treatment issues are a forever endeavor. And so you have to uh, have that that long term look at how to take care of this. But um, it's just some of our basic principles that I think it's going to pay off over the long run. And, you know, like every other treatment program I know of, like Willamette Family, um, anything like that, a lot of your clients are probably going to be coming back and helping you help the next veteran because that's just the way it works. Because, you know, honestly, when, when you know something, when you know what the pain feels like, you're really you're really uh, open to going back and, and it's value. That's exactly what we want to have happen is not only are we proud of you for reintegrating, but we want you back with us to teach and mentor uh, other folks that are coming through the program so that they can see what success looks like. And uh, that's that's the biggest deal, I think, over the long run is that it's a family forever is the way we look at it. All right. John LeBeau, Dr. John LeBeau, Veterans Legacy. Uh, that's with two E's just for you. I don't know it. Um, and, and uh, oh, I spilled it. I got it wrong over here, too. Oh, we'll get it figured out. Um, but thank you so much. I think you've given some real hope to people. And um, and I think it spurred something where people can kind of get involved in this. And um, and because it because it's really not your thing. It's a community no, thing. And you don't want it's it a to community be. thing. And that's what we want. Uh, we want uh, as many as can want to be involved in it, but I look at it as a community effort, and uh, that's what's going to be successful. It doesn't matter whether we're looking at job opportunities, whatever. It, we're all in this together, and yes, we do owe these folks, and yeah. um, that's that's what needs to happen. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be with your oh, viewers. Well, you guys, and we're going to have them back once a month for the next six months at least. They're a new client, and we're going to show you all kinds of aspects. You're going to introduce you to some of the people who work with them because you have some of the most phenomenal people that work out there. And then eventually, once we get some gentlemen out there who are you know, getting themselves together, uh, we'll start talking to them too and showing more stuff. We're going to take a little trip out there, so we'll take them out live after your play. Looking forward there to you, it. you got a phone call. I'll talk I to do. you. you Thanks, later, Rick. Oh, you bet. All right. Well, there you go. So see, there's all kinds of really cool things going on. And the female veterans program that Christina has, I had no idea about that. So Christina, you should contact me because that would be a really good show that we could do um, in the future. I'd love to know more about what you're doing. Um, that would be really super great. Um, so my number is, it's easy to find. If you can't find me, just PM me or something and I'll, I'll get back to you. Uh, September would be great. Um, so there you go, you guys. That's um, It's been a long week. Uh, lots of stuff going on and, um, 
yeah, you know, <laughs> kind of parting shot on the show. Um, I, for me personally, I needed that today um, to, to see some good things going on because it just seems sometimes like things can get so rough and we are so frustrated right now that I think we need to be looking to good things like this and putting our energy into things that are, are positive um, rather than some of the stuff that goes on in the world. And um, I have, you know, I have a really good veteran friend named Richard. And honestly, right now, I don't know where he is, um, but met him on the streets. And I, I, uh, one time I had him live on a show and God bless his heart. He was standing there and I said, can I go live with you, Richard? He goes, yeah, we just started talking about his story. And Richard said, um, I said, so Richard, how did you end up on the streets? And he said, I killed someone. I went, what do you mean you killed someone? He says, I killed my best friend. I said, how did you kill your best friend? Drunk driving. And I said, do you, and you never get over that. And he goes, how do you ever get over that? So I said, Richard, um, what do you, you and our friends, right? He said, yeah. I said, what do I expect from you? He said, nothing. I said, what do you expect from me? He said, nothing. And he goes, Rick, I just love you. Those are the people that are on the streets and I will say they can't really help it. How do you, how do you judge that? I've never had that problem before. And if we can get Richard to a place like that and get him better, I would love to see what a wonderful man he could be. And there's a whole bunch of Richards out there and there's a whole bunch of female veterans and we, we do owe it to them to get them back feeling value in our community. So veterans legacy, and we will be back next week on Monday with Elements Health Club. We have a young man. Uh, he's um, got a really rare form of leukemia, and it's not getting better. So Elements Health Club Gym is now doing a special where if you go in and get a membership, it's uh, there's his name's um, Xander's all over the wall, and you just go in and get a new membership. The first month's membership, we're giving it to the family. Uh, to help him. And we gave Junior, his dad, a job because he just recently lost his job. So now he's working at the club as well. We've kind of taken this on as a project. You met him last two weeks ago. And on Monday, the U of O hockey team is going to be there doing a fundraiser at our gym. And we're going to put him through a workout and we'll be there live doing that. On Tuesday, we're going to have school options, online school options. A lot of parents are really frustrated, don't want their kids to go back to school with masks. So we're going to show you an option online. It's a statewide program. We'll show you what that's all about. On Wednesday, Derek Roser, a realtor in town, is going to take us to a big bash is coming up next weekend um, at downtown Springfield. If you haven't been there lately, it's uh, got a whole new world. And Dave Lovell, Nita Lovell, and they're having a huge block party um, next week. I think it's on Saturday, but we're going to do a pregame to kind of get you ready for it. And then on the 19th, uh, We'll be down in Monterey, but we're going to be going live up here to Priority One because Relay for Life is this weekend, and it's on Saturday, and they are having a relay. It's a different kind of version, but it will actually be a relay, and we're going to talk about that and also about your heating and cooling needs that uh, go on. So that's coming up all next week, and um, it should be a great week. I am so glad it's Friday. Go enjoy your weekend. Uh, one other thing you can do if you really love this Please share it. Share it on your page so other people see it and know about this. 
um, you're, you're like our co-producers. And if you guys can go out and share this on your page, just simply put it on your page. You don't have to say anything if you don't want to. It helps if you do because you saw it. But if you don't say anything, just put it on there. You never know when somebody's going to go, wait a minute. I've got a truck I'd like to give them. You just never know. You're a cog in this huge wheel of communication. And this is how it works. That's what I love about social media. Lots of things to hate about it, but lots of things to love too. All right. Again, thank you, Veterans Legacy, for being a client. And we will be back with them again next month. It's Friday.